Hey everyone, welcome back to the Girl Experience. My name is Judy. I'm Angie. And this is Katie. And we're drunk. Yeah, we had to get a couple of drinks in before we started this because we find that we always have so many long pauses and breaks because we just don't know what to say. So we were like, let's get drunk. Yeah, because like a few days ago, we've been, we were drinking and then we were like, how come we don't talk like this on the podcast like when we're recording it's like we're thinking too much yeah we're thinking too much and now we just got a couple of drinks in us and we're good to go right guys <laughs> hopefully we'll <laughs> see though yeah let's let's see where this podcast goes yeah so this week we're going to be talking about turn ons and turn offs basically the first impression when you first meet a guy like what initially attracts you towards them and then when you're starting to chase or like trying to get into a relationship with them what makes you like stay and like what interests you and be like oh yeah i like this quality of them or i like this trait about them and then start that relationship you know yeah so let's just get right into it guys what do you first look for when you meet a guy what catches your eyes honestly their looks catches your eyes (laughs) as shallow as that sounds it's like i think it's pretty important though because then like you need to be initially attracted to someone before you're able to even start a relationship with them i think for me it's like their overall vibe yeah, the vibe is actually really important. I was going to say that too. They basically tell you whether or not they're like someone that you're interested in or like if they vibe with you well. Mm-hmm. And also like vibes, I feel like kind of gives you a glimpse of what their personality and lifestyle is like too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the vibe is a combination of their looks and their personality mm-hmm. and their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, but, but, but like agree. speaking of vibes, what kind of vibes do you guys like? I them? like the... Okay, I like the, like, kind of knows how to, like, goes out to party, but not party too much. Still a good, like, schoolboy who has a future and everything. The one that has, like, a comb over with a baggy (laughs) teeth. How can I tell? It's because of the vibes. What do you mean? How can you tell? Oh, shit. Sorry for asking. (laughs) It's the vibes he's giving off. What else does that mean? (laughs) But how would you predict his future and stuff just by his vibe? I don't get that. I actually don't get that. <laughs> okay, actually, okay, the future-wise, you can't predict that. Okay, what is he wearing or his hairstyle? Like, what is it yeah, that's, like, like his, giving off the vibes? about his face or height or, like, what? Oh, yeah, height is a good one. I, I like a tall I like a tall guy. When I'm saying, when I, I guess, appearance-wise, I like the the joggers with, like, the baggy t- oversized t-shirt. Very simple, but still very stylish. But the, and a comb-over. But that's, like... Every Vancouver boy, basically. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. just going to say, isn't that, like, every guy in Vancouver? Yeah, but I also agree, like, when you, s- like, talked about the comb-over, I think I also really notice a guy's hairstyle mm-hmm. when I first see him. I don't know, like, a hairstyle really speaks miles, because, like, if a guy has bad hairstyle, obviously he has, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like- <laughs> is it because, like, if he has bad hairstyle, he kind of looks sloppy or not fresh? That no. vibe is not fresh. Okay, to be honest, though, guys who are listening, even, like, when I see Peter get a haircut, I always say that the fresh cut doesn't look as good as when it's a little grown out. I don't know. What do yeah, you Yeah, like, a day or two old. Yeah, like, thing, right? not even a day or two. Like, maybe, like, a few days or a week. I don't know. Like, the fresh cut, I feel like it's too bald sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean because I feel the same way, too. Yeah, like, sometimes when he's like, oh, we're going to go out, I'm going to get a fresh cut, I'm like... No, like, it doesn't look as good. Trust me. Judy, <laughs> Judy's like, wait, wait. Let's not go on a date until after a week. <laughs> okay, but what initially attracts you guys when you see a guy? Like, I guess since we're on the topic of looks, like, what physical appearance do you look towards? Okay, let's put a scenario in your guys' head, okay? Like, imagine you're walking into a club. Who will catch your eye first? 
What will you see? To be honest, I do pay attention to smile a lot. Smile, height, and built. Mm. For me. She, she got to see those pearly whites across the dance floor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think height for sure. <laughs> I was going to say in his vibes too, but I don't really know what to describe. Like, I don't know how to explain vibes. I think what you mean by vibes is just like how he's presenting himself or yeah. how he's interacting with his friends at that given mm. point of time, you yes, know? Yes, yes. I, I like the genuine personality. Like, it's like smiling a lot, laughing a lot, like getting along with his bros and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, not just, like, staring at girls. Oh, like, God, no, yeah. Like, being a creep type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just, like, purely having fun with your bros. Mm-hmm. Wholesome. How about you, Judy? Like, what do you look for in a guy? Aside from Peter. Sorry, Peter. Well, I think you guys have already mentioned quite a lot of it. I think their style is also very important. But I think that also ties into the whole vibes again. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It's so annoying that we keep saying this. But, like, okay, like, we get it. We look for the vibes. But what about the vibes do you look at or catches your eyes? Oh, actually, I think someone... You know how you guys are saying, like, oh, someone who's, like, laughing a lot and mm-hmm. hanging with his friends? I feel like, yes, that kind of shows that they're genuine and, like, a fun person. But I'm also very attracted to someone who's more quiet and mysterious. Because I feel like, oh, I can't really predict them and it's kind of cool getting to know them because they're not really showing too much of themselves. So you want to be the girl that like changes him and like... Yeah, I want to be the one that he opens up to, you know? (laughs) Crack that code. The Da Vinci code. So did you crack that code with Peter then? Yeah, well, like if you guys do know Peter, he's a pretty like reserved person. But to me, he's super different. So I guess I did crack that code. I have one that Katie and Judy both look for. What? What 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 do we look for? I, I know what you guys are attracted to. Like once you see this, you're like, ooh, I like this guy already. <laughs> and that would I'm, be... I'm curious to hear what you're No, you guys already say. know what I'm gonna say. What? Tattoos. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that laugh was horrendous. I'm sorry. But yes. yes, that is very true. Guys with like really nice tattoos. I don't know why it turns me on really quickly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it turns her on, guys. But <laughs> sleeves, right? But it has to be a nice tattoo. Oh yeah. yeah it yeah. can't just be like any type of tattoo. Like I don't want like no tribal shit. Oh my god. <laughs> no offense, guys. No yeah. offense. But this is just personal preference. Tattoos are a plus, but I don't always like look for guys with tattoos. Like, like it's, it's not a necessity. Yeah, it's not like, oh, that guy doesn't have a tattoo. No, I am next. Thank you. Next. Like it's not like that. Yeah. But it's like, oh, he has a nice tattoo. Like, it's like a, a added plus. Yeah, I honestly think it's because it gives them that the like, bad, bad boy, boy vibe. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's or what like the mysterious, likes. like, oh, like, he has a lot of problems. But <laughs> So you want to be the girl who helps and fixes him. Oh, no, I'm done with fixing relationships or, like, fixing people. I'm... Oh, yeah, being the mother of relationships is a big no-no. Yeah, especially it's... for me. Hell no. It's a red flag. We don't want that shit. We don't want that vibe, okay? We don't yeah. want that vibe. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, other than looks, I guess, what about, like, personality or when you have that first interaction? What is a big turn on or a turn off for you guys? Before we move on to, like, the personality, we also, I want to also mention if you have, like, nice skin, that's, an, that's yes. a plus, too. Nice skin, yeah. white teeth. <laughs> well, yeah. not even white teeth, just nice teeth, to be yeah. honest. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Holy fuck, this is too funny. It's just because, like, Angie and, like, Katie are super skincare freaks. So, obviously, for guys, they need someone who has, like, flawless baby skin. Okay, no. It's not just 
flawless baby skin it's just like oh and white teeth sorry <laughs> i just need to mention this right now i think we're all a bit like tipsy and drunk right now but every single time that i've tried to get closer to the mic and talk katie was pushing me away it's not, it's not intentionally <laughs> okay now that we regained ourselves sorry for pushing you away it's because honestly we're talking from one mic and angie keeps telling me to come closer to the mic so i push her away because her freaking head is in the way wait i'm gonna put a disclaimer katie has the smallest head ever <laughs> Okay, I don't know if any girls relate, but like, you know those Aritzia clothes with the button in the very back? Katie can literally slip her small ass head through that crack without unbuttoning it. Whereas me and Judy, we literally unbuttoned the shirt so we can put it around our necks and then we have to rebutton that shit. But Katie just slips it through because her head is so damn small. And my head, which is about the same size as Judy's head, which I've measured, is 23 inches, you guys. Okay, first of all, I never knew she measured our heads, but Katie, it's okay. I think your head is fine. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Anyways, what were we saying? We're back to um the skin and white teeth. <laughs> yeah, for me though, it's not like they have to have perfect skin, but they just can't. Oh no, now I feel very like shallow. Shallow. It's well, okay. I, yeah, we're being honest here, and it's not like we're judging people who don't have good skin. It's yeah. more just like what our personal preferences mm-hmm. are. Okay, I guess like one tip for people out there in general, just moisturize. Okay, that's just for Katie though. Like she really notices people who has dry skin. So for Katie, you really need to moisturize your skin. But for me, I think I just need like a nicer skin just to know that you take care of yourself well. Mm-hmm. It's not really judging if like, oh, you your genetics, oh, you need nice skin or whatever. It's just like knowing if you're able to take care of your own personal hygiene. That is a big thing. Like just being able to, again, taking care of your personal hygiene and being able to, you know, know how to shower and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But with a disclaimer, with the whole moisturizing thing, it's more of like, just like a fresher look. Like you just look more awake Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. It just shows that you care about yourself enough to like look good and like be presentable. Yeah, like just take that extra step to put some cream on your face. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But also speaking of someone who's like able to take care of themselves and make themselves look good. What do you guys think of guys who care too much about looking good? What do you think of that? Uh, do you mean like they're cocky and like self-absorbed? Like is it more like narcissistic? Yeah. I feel like there are some guys where you can tell like, oh, if they're looking in the mirror all the time and like checking out their reflection and like just like knowing that they look good. What do you feel about that? I feel like for me, that just means that they're very egotistical. And obviously I am turned off by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, I feel like if they're just cocky and they know they look good and like they're like, oh yeah, like I'm good looking, like I can do whatever I want, then I am not into that. But like if you're like, if you acknowledge, like, oh yeah, I'm good looking, but it's like, I'm humble about it or like you don't care too much about it. It's just like, okay, that I can do. Yeah, and it just ties back to like just being able to present yourself or be confident about yourself mm, and yes. how you look. Yeah. That is attractive. But obviously when you are doing too much of that or you're again being very egotistical then Mm -hmm. that is the turnoff for me Mm -hmm. so it's always just to an extent you know yeah there's a fine line between being confident and being cocky and like do not cross that line because if you cross that line then it's a turnoff for sure okay so enough about looks what about their personality traits for me my number one is humor and just being able to communicate with me so like keeping up that conversation being able to carry on that conversation not being just like like for example if they're asking me like hey like what are you doing or how's your day if your response is good what about you I'm just like, uh, thank you, next. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I don't want to, like, have to keep digging. Yeah, I already mentioned before that I'm, like, not comfortable talking a lot. So I do really need a guy who's able to communicate well. I kind of like the guys that are, like, a life of the party. 
Well, not really. Like one that's more able to really be able to talk to anyone, and like he's such a people person that talks to everybody and gets along, and like there he's like the bro with everybody, and like I was like, oh, this guy, like I like this guy, like oh, I know this guy, like like a social butterfly, basically. Yeah, I need one that's a social butterfly because I'm not, and I need him to bring my social butterfly out of me. I guess. I guess that like relates to the term opposites attract because I feel like me and Angie are pretty different in a sense of like social situations. So then I'm actually not attracted to a guy who's like that social butterfly who's talking to everyone at a party because. Mm-hmm. Then I'll have this perception of him where he's just too much for me. That's why you and I work so well. Cause then Judy's always the one talking and like she's always prompting me to talk because I'm usually quiet. Whereas like Judy's always the one leading the conversation and it's just it just works well. Like that's what mm. I need. That's what we both need. Like yes. this opposite attract. Yeah, we should just date each other. <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, what else from a guy's personality kind of turns you on, I guess? I like a really happy, bubbly guy. You yeah. know, very outgoing. Yeah, or like wholesome. Yeah, wholesome. Or I think like for me, it's like that drive and ambition and like being able like the work ethic. Like you know that they can take care of themselves, not only like personal hygiene and like looks wise, but more like oh he has a career or he has a future ahead of him. Like he's very goal oriented. I feel like that attracts me. I also agree with that. I think that's just because we're also all very similar in that sense. So then if you're kind of talking to someone who isn't on that same page as you, it's already hard to communicate and have those same interests and be like excited about something together. Guys, so it's actually just me and Katie now. We had a little intermission break because Ange got a tiny, tiny bit too drunk. So it's just us now. Yeah, she's literally laying in my bed right now, passed out. But anyways, we wanted to continue our turn-ons. Um, so Judy, we want to start? Hmm, another turn-on for personality, I guess, is being chivalrous. Yes, that I. how did I not think of that? Yeah, I think it's because our brains are just not working right now. But yeah, I think chivalry is such a huge thing. I don't know, just something about being a gentleman just gives off that mature vibe sorry using that word again (laughs) but i mean like just just like them holding the door or planning a date it's just such an attractive thing for me yeah that is so true because i am such a um what's that word indecisive or hopeless romantic yeah i i I am a hopeless romantic but i i get indecisive with like where to go or like where to eat especially if i'm not really like craving anything specific yeah it's kind of like those like i'm sure anyone who's in a relationship and listening to this right now you know these situations like oh where do you want to wait i don't know you pick and then they start picking and the girlfriend just says no 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 well at least that's me but i think if a guy is like adamant on where he is choosing to eat then the girl will follow whereas like if you just ask the girl oh yeah we're having a date what do you want then it's just not as not attractive but just picking somewhere and being decisive is good. Yeah, like I feel like it's just so much more productive and time saving because you're not just like sitting in the car deciding where to go for like 10, 15 minutes. And then because normally when I if you're asking me where to go, at least if you ask me like a day before or like a couple days before, I can do my research and like look at pictures and like decide what I'm craving. But if you're asking me on the spot, it's so hard for me to decide. I agree. And also just taking that initiative to plan the date shows that you really care. Yes, that's very true. Because that was like my last relationship or like for special occasions like Valentine's Day or something. And he wouldn't tell me like where we're eating. And I thought that was really, really cute. So that's definitely like something I would look for in my next relationship type of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Boys who are listening, if it's a special day, try your best to not ask the girl what she wants. Just decide and you'll really get her, you know, like, what's that word when they're, like, giddy and, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. swooned? Not swooned. Well, she will be, like, swooned by your actions or your, your initiative on planning out the day or, like, just in general. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Katie, how about another turn-on for personality for you? I think a turn-on for me is punctuality. Yes, I agree 100 freaking percent. Yeah, especially, like, you know the whole, oh, like, girls usually take long to, like, get ready and stuff. I feel like, for the most part, I'm very punctual and, or, like, I could if I really wanted to be. Yeah, like, for Katie, whenever I pick her up, she's out the door right when I'm, like, here. Whereas, like... Not to try to call Peter out, but sometimes even when I'm like maybe six, seven, eight blocks away from his house, I'm already like, I'm outside because <laughs> I need to lure him to hurry the fuck up because sometimes it just makes it in time where when I get to his house, he's just coming up the house. Yeah, that was yeah. literally a couple days ago. Judy and I went to go pick up Peter. I forgot what we were doing. Like right when I got into the car from my house and he doesn't live that much further away from me, like. I don't know, like five four, minutes. five, five minute drive, four minute drive. And literally when I got into the car, Judy was like, text Peter to come out right now. I'm like, really? I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, text him and come out. And then when we got to his house, he wasn't even yeah. there yet. And he made us wait like another five, 10 minutes. And we're like, oh my God, what is this guy doing? Okay. But disclaimer, most of the time when he's late is because he's trying to roll joints for us. <laughs> that is very true. It's because, like, usually, like, none of us know how to, so we always rely on him. So he just knows even before we ask. So he's, like, at home trying to roll his J's. Oh, and another turn on I have is someone who is very intelligent and smart. So not necessarily, like, oh, like, you have a PhD or a master's or whatever. I mean, you can, obviously. <laughs> But, like, just someone who's able to have intellectual conversations with me and contribute to a conversation. But what do you think, Katie? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think just, again, like, being able to keep up that conversation. And it's really, like, attractive to me when guys are very into something. It could be, like, anything. So, like, going back to, like, passions and stuff. If they were able to, like, share the passion or, like, talk about, like, what they're into or, like, their work very, like, passionately. Yeah. Then I find that pretty attractive. Not trying to say, like, oh, if you're not smart, then we won't like you. It's not like that. It's just, even if you're not smart, right, you can still have those conversations. Mm -hmm. It's just keeping your engagement levels up, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Not necessarily book smart. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, like you could be smart, like street smart, or like yeah. you could be smart for a broad range of different things. But mm -hmm. it's, yeah, not just like, oh, like he's good at math or he can talk to me about fucking oh yeah please do not talk to me about math <laughs> <laughs> like like he's so passionate about statistics and stuff like that like we're not talking about that we're just talking about like being intellectual okay katie do you have any more turn-ons or turn-offs for personalities hmm i think oh when a guy's like kind of geeky or like dorky oh she I... loves geeky guys <laughs> so funny well not funny i think it's cute yeah but i don't know what it is about them or like what attracts me to them but i just find them really like cute if that makes sense mm -hmm. like her ideal guy that she's mentioned before it's like someone who has a geeky personality and might even look a little bit geeky but also has those bad boy vibes so if you're out there yeah so basically like nobody i'm kidding <laughs> oh and last one oh my god when guys have accents <laughs> i find it so cute especially for those who follow our instagram i was born in australia and i feel like maybe that was rooted from that but 
She's looking for a hairy jowzy. I'm just kidding. I don't know why. For for me personally, I'm not that big into accents. I don't know why. Especially, okay, no offense, but I don't really like the Australian accent. Rude. <laughs> What if I had an Australian accent? Well, then I'd fucking love it. Obviously, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's not like I don't like accents. But it's not a holy shit thing for me because I know some girls like Katie, right? If you hear an accent, it's like an instant like turn on, right? Okay, I think for me, it's because it's so rare or like mm-hmm. I'm not around it as much. That's why I'm like, ooh, like, and it's not like oh my god, it's turn on, like I have to date you just because you have an accent type of thing. But it's like oh, like he has an accent that's pretty cool or mm-hmm. like. It piques my attention, I guess. That's true, though. Like when I was on exchange, and then like everyone in the UK had accents. Like I did think it was pretty cool because I do have a friend who she was from Vancouver, and then she moved to the UK to go to university, right? And then when she came back to visit, she picked up an accent, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" So then the three months that I was on exchange, I was like trying so hard to pick up an accent, but it, it never happened, guys. I can't even imagine you with a freaking. Accent like that would be a Chinese accent. <laughs> yeah, like if I'm anything, so Asian and they come back with a Chinese accent. Yeah, if anything, it would be a Chinese accent. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, so aside from turn-ons, what kind of turn-offs do you have? And by the way, Angie is still not here, guys. <laughs> We're trying to wake her up, but hopefully she'll wake up soon. Yeah, she is knocked out. Cold. cold. <laughs> yeah, she is cold. We just put some blankets on her. Um, I guess for me, a know-it-all. Yeah, like someone who I don't know how to explain it though, like, or like what about it unattracts me. I feel like regardless of gender, anyone who is a know-it-all will turn me off. Yeah, normally I just don't mesh well with those people. I think I can remember like my past relationship or like my previous relationship. My ex was a super know-it-all. It's just like here's like a ne- little example. If we're just having a conversation about a topic, right? And then I already know what I'm saying is correct because I actually maybe like have proof or something. But then he'll constantly be trying to correct me or trying to tell me like, oh no, it's this, this, this. No, it's this, it's this. But then in the end, if I'm right, he still wouldn't accept that he is the one in the wrong. Yeah, I guess like not being open minded to even like how you think or your perspective on things, and being able to like soak it in and actually be like, okay, like maybe I'm actually wrong.、Mm. I think this, like after you say that, that really, really ties back to my number one most hated trait about anyone. It's when people think they're all that and they belittle me. I hate it、yes. when people belittle me. I think that that ties into that because when you're a know-it-all, it just makes that person makes you feel less than what you are, right? Yeah, and I think like one thing, especially I know we both hate it when people call us stupid. Oh or, like, my god! Oh gosh! Like I don't know what it is, but Judy and I like we hate it when people call us stupid or like idiotic or like just try to like devalue us in that way.、Mm-hmm. I think it also comes with like sometimes maybe we don't look smart or for my personality sometimes I'm a little ditzy. I don't think before I speak, so then I might say stupid things, right? So then for people who just see me from an outsider's point of view, it's just like oh she's an airhead, even、yeah. though I'm not. Yeah, Judy's like so smart. She's extremely extremely smart. So I I know what you mean. Yeah, like a little side story. I think another reason why I started really hating people belittling me is because when I first. Got into、um, UBC, so like one of my friends told me that someone was saying, "Oh, how did she get into solder?" Because like, 
it's just so funny because I went to high school with this guy and all he saw was just how I am in the like on the outside right he just saw that oh like we go party and like we do these things and we we hang out with these bad kids and stuff like that so it's like oh how the hell did she get into solder like she's obviously stupid and all those things right so after that like I just fucking had to prove myself like yeah no one freaking belittles my best friend like that (laughs) that bitch who is that i'm kidding i know who that was (laughs) and he probably will never be listening to this anyways other than that i guess like what other characteristics or traits turn you off Ooh, i really don't like it if someone is gossipy i think it's a really big red flag especially before you enter the relationship with that person if they're already being those like you know how you can say like, oh, there are bitchy girls? There's also bitchy guys out there. Mm-hmm. Someone who like talks shit about their friends and stuff like that. I find like that's such a big red flag. Mm-hmm. Especially like if they're talking shit about like their really close friends to you. Yeah, just like gossipy guys in general. People who get petty over small things and then are like complaining to you and all those things. It's just mm. not a good sign. Yeah, definitely. All right. What other... I'm trying to think of like turnoffs. This is kind of hard to be put on the spot like this. So, mm. Judy, what other turnoffs? Mm, I think this isn't like a huge one. Well, I guess it's kind of important, but I don't really like a pushover. I think as we've mentioned, we like guys who are more manly. So then if you are a pushover, I feel like people can step on you and you can't really stand up for yourself. And then if we're in a relationship and you're a pushover and I see people taking advantage of you, I feel like I have to be that motherly girlfriend who is protecting you and making sure people are like not being mean to you and all those things. And I wouldn't want to have to carry that onto my shoulders. Yeah, that makes sense. But I think there's also like a minimum threshold for that because I guess we just like guys who are able to put us in our place sometimes sorry i don't mean like pushover in terms of a relationship standpoint it's more like how they are with other people with me of course i want you to be a softie but with other people i don't want you to be taken advantage of and let's say have your friends take advantage of you and have people take advantage of you because you just can't say no or you're just too much of a pushover Would smoking be a turnoff for you guys? Oh, yes. That's that's very true. For me, it's like smoking or does like way too much drugs. Like, okay, disclaimer, Judy and I do drugs. But wow, way to pull me in. <laughs> you talk for yourself, please. Yeah. Well, like we do like like psychedelics and stuff like that. Drugs. Or like, or like, or like okay, weed. exposes more, okay. <laughs> but- Angie's here with the pure uh, wholesome girl who does not do drugs here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Angie cried when she smoked weed for the first time, so. But I guess it's, like, not like they can't do drugs, but it's more like if they abuse it to the point where it changes their lifestyle or it makes them into a totally different person. Another turnoff that came to mind is if a guy doesn't have any passions not necessarily regarding like career or work but just something that they're truly interested in could be like playing a musical instrument or like learning about stocks or something like that just something that they can talk to me about and i can really see that they're passionate about what do you guys think yeah i could also speak on that because one of the guys that i was talking to before this was like at the beginning of the year he had everything like going well for him like he was doing well career-wise but in terms of hobbies he had no interest in not only anything that I like to do but he wasn't open-minded to even trying that so I felt like that was a huge turnoff for me because I'm like okay well if I were to get into a relationship with this guy like what the hell would we do for example I snowboard 
or I like to do like outdoor activities. He wasn't even open to doing any of those things. And I was like, okay, well, okay, fine. That's that's one thing, like one aspect of my life that he doesn't like to do. So I'm like, okay, well, like, do you like cooking? Like, do you like going out to try like new restaurants? Because I'm such a big foodie, right? And he's like, no, like, I just order like fast food and stuff all the time. And I'm just like, okay, like, what does this guy do other than work? Yeah, I agree. Because I think it'll be so cute when, when you do get into a relationship if you guys have different like hobbies or passions and it's like oh, you guys introduce each other to what you're interested in and then you both start doing those hobbies together it's like you guys have this interest you have with each other and it's so cute because it's like i'm bringing you to my world and he's bringing you to his world kind of thing for example like my last relationship like i think why it worked or why we were so compatible was because we were constantly wanted to like try new things so like he would teach me like how to play tennis because i always wanted to try it but i never had the chance to or like learn new things or like explore new hobbies but mm-hmm. it's also because like i'm very i'm a very curious person so like being that like adventurous or like that open-minded person is so like valuable to me because i'm exactly like that yeah you actually picked up snowboarding because of him too right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah it's like pretty cool that when you get into a relationship you can really show the person your own interests but then it is a really big turnoff when that person isn't showing that same excitement as you because you're like oh now i feel kind of like not ashamed but weird telling you what i like and all those things because they don't match your energy right it's like mm-hmm. you're so excited and then like, they're like okay yeah it's like when you're showing someone a new song and you're like oh my god guys listen to this new song and then you're like staring at their face like trying to see their reaction and then they're like not even having a good reaction and it's just such a shitty feeling yeah so like for example when i show you guys tiktoks and you guys don't (laughs) even laugh it's okay i'll laugh at you katie Okay, so enough about like that initial attraction and initial like turnoffs, I guess. What would you guys consider before you actually enter a relationship? For me, a big thing is like being compatible with my friends and family. Oh yeah, that's true. Like if yeah, that's true. If like they don't get along with them, it's kind of hard to be continuing a relationship with them just because it's like you can't bring him to your world because like they don't mesh well with your friends or your family so it's like you have to stay in like a separate world with them yeah exactly and it's a huge thing too like sometimes when i do see like i'm seeing a guy and like i feel like their personality doesn't not just like match mine but match the people around me i feel like i just know it's not going to work in the long run i feel like along with that because it's like you are who you surround yourself with yeah and like going back to katie's point i feel like just because she really values her family and friends even if she's talking to a guy she'll always bring up the same point for every guy like oh like i don't know if he'll mesh well with you guys because she's always considering if that guy will be compatible with her friends and family too right like i feel like we're pretty similar in terms of that too like me and angie because i think like we have the same values that's why whereas like i know some friends who have significant others and i'm really close friends with them but they never introduce their significant others to me because they already know they're not really going to mesh well with the group so then they kind of keep them in a separate world but we personally wouldn't want that but i feel like my last relationship like you guys didn't really you guys know him but like you guys never really hung out with him and i felt like he didn't really mesh well with you guys and it was always like a point that i was not happy with like i always wanted you guys to get along and like for me to be be able to bring him along but i was just too afraid to have these two worlds collide because i felt like you guys are very different but it is something that i still wanted and i still value in the end yeah like at the end of the day you just want to be able to bring them out and hang out with your friends and your families and not just like okay, no, I'm just going to go hang out with my significant other and then I'll go hang out with my friends. Like, I want to still be able to incorporate that into my friend group and into my relationship because I feel like that's so important. Yeah. And especially, like, 
obviously I want your guys' approval and like yeah. being able to like conversate with them and being able to like be goofy and like ourselves around them. I feel like that's so, so, so important. Yeah. I, I don't want to separate those two. Like you guys are like one of the most important people in my life. So will my significant other. So it's like, obviously I want you guys to be able to get along and like mesh well. So like I want my significant other to be able to fit into my lifestyle with my friends and like what I do and like my everyday kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like this might be going off on a tangent, but like going back to your point, Angie, where you're like, because you guys are so different you guys aren't going to mesh well but I think you can't really jump to that conclusion before you really give it a chance because like you don't really know how it would really be like maybe like they might still be able to mesh well right for the listeners out there like you guys should always still try and make it work and then if your significant other is really like being a bitch or a douchebag around your friends then it's a red flag right but maybe because they love you enough they're gonna make that effort that's true and then your friends will also make the effort to get along with them because they want you to be happy too that's true so so even if they like personally don't like each other i feel like as long as the effort do you guys think like as long as the effort's there to like be amicable and like get along and like do it because you guys love each like love us yeah Yeah, definitely because i care about you i will always make my best effort to make you feel comfortable with having your partner around us that's true yeah i completely agree Okay, so what other turn-ons and turn-offs do you have about getting into a relationship with someone like the chase basically i think another one for me is playing games like i would want the person i'm talking to to be completely transparent with me because i have like talked to guys before and i guess like one story that you guys both know is like everything was going well like they were talking to me every day type of thing but we never really established what we were or what we were looking for and at the end of the day like my views on our uh, relationship or like our friendship was totally different from the other person and just that alignment was not there and i felt like i was so blindsided and you got played (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically i got played I feel like you just need that reassurance, right? Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be wasting your time talking to that person if you really don't know what they're trying to go in for. Definitely. Okay, but like, what if they're not really saying like, oh, I want, I'm ready for a relationship. I really like you. And they're really like stating that interest, but they're just getting to know you and they're sort of interested in you, but they're not sure. Are you still okay with that? Or is that in your head still playing games? I think that's always a risk because I think both sides, either way, you're still trying to figure it out. When you're two strangers and like you're getting to know each other, sure, you have the intentions of like trying to get to know them and get in a relationship, but you never really know 100% whether you're not going to hit it off or if you really like this person. When you start talking to somebody, it's a risk getting to know them and developing those feelings because you don't know if that's going to be reciprocated. And even if you feel those, it's not 100% that the other person will feel. So I don't know if that... Would you consider that as playing games? No. I feel like that wouldn't be playing games because technically the intentions to start with is that you are technically trying to get to know them. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, like the last person I was seeing, I wasn't trying to play games, but I genuinely wanted to like get to know them type of thing. And because like after getting to know them, even though they were like a great person and everything, I knew like I didn't have that romantic feelings towards them and I let them know right away when I felt that so I feel like as long as you have that open communication and you're able to converse with them and have that conversation then I feel like that's not playing games yeah I feel like that's okay because you're genuinely trying to figure out yourself like you're in it you're trying to figure it out and whether or not you're interested 
Yeah, and I feel like for me, like playing games is like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't reply right now. I feel like playing games really mean like you don't know what your intentions are. Like you have no intentions and you're just here just to fuck around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If you're just there to like your intentions is, let's say, like to fuck someone, but you're playing games in a sense that like you're trying to make them feel like they're special and that you want more than just a one night stand type of thing. I feel like that is playing games. But in terms of getting to know somebody, I feel like that's not playing games because that's just you being genuinely like wanting to get to know them as a person. I think another thing that can be included as um, playing games is if you're interested in them, but you're playing hard to get for no reason. Like, why are you playing hard to get? Like, if you're interested, just tell them you're interested. We're, we're like in our 20s right now. We don't have time for that shit. Okay, guilty though. I feel like if I was single, I would low-key kind of play hard to get just because I wouldn't want to give in that easily. I, I guess what I know what you mean. Like, you don't want to be too easy into like, oh, like, I'm totally available for you. And you want to keep them interested and in like on their toes. But I feel like also you could keep them interested in different ways, but you don't have to play games to keep them interested. It's like being hot and cold when you're playing games like you're interested and then suddenly you're not interested and then you're like interested again and then you're not interested again like why are you playing games with me like that yeah like my situation like for example this guy that i was talking to i know who you're talking about yeah (laughs) like for example like he would be talking to me non-stop and then all of a sudden just stop talking to me and i'm like okay like i get over it because i'm like okay maybe it's just not meant to be and then he just like messages me out of nowhere and like has that like ongoing conversation again and again and i'm just like Bro, like, stop playing games with me. Like, what are your intentions? I don't get it. Yeah, like, you here or are you not here for me? Like, just make up your mind. Otherwise, just stay ahead of my life. I think another turnoff before I get into a relationship is if I can tell that they're going to be too needy. Oh, yeah. I feel like because I'm so independent that I need someone to be independent as well. But if even if you're seeing someone or just talking and they're already getting like petty over you not replying or like you not having enough time to hang out, like, oh my God, like chill the hell out, bro. We're not even dating yet and you're already so clingy that I can't even imagine what a relationship with you would be like. Yeah, but there's also that like minimum threshold that they should have a certain level of how much they care about you or like what they do for you. Mm -hmm. But I guess, like, I do completely agree. Like, being too much too soon type of thing, I would completely be turned off. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, like, oh, how much they care about you. Like, yes, of course I would want that. But it's about, like, I can sense that they're feeling upset or petty just because I'm not replying or not having enough time to hang with them. It's a difference between caring and being petty about something. Uh, one of my turnoffs would probably be if you're rude and you have no manners. The way we grew up, because we're Asians, right? So the way we grew up and the way we were raised, it's a really big thing for me to be able to have the same, like, manners. For me, like, when you go to someone's house, like, you have to say hi. I'm really courteous to the aunties and uncles and be like, hi, auntie, like, this kind of stuff, right? That is so true. Because, honestly, that also brings back to, I know this is going a little off topic, but, like, back to turn-ons. Like, having mannerism, like, around, especially my family, is so, so important. It's such a big turn-on to me. Like, taking initiative to do things or, like, wash the dishes or, like... Oh, to yeah. help carry things like I feel like that's a huge turn on for me and obviously like the polar opposite having bad mannered like for sure like I can't even tolerate that I feel like in Asian cultures it's such a huge thing for guys to be like a man like to be able to take initiative and like be the man of the house and do things for the ladies and that kind of stuff I know that's kind of like a very traditional view but I do kind of like I'm half half I'm like kind of tra- traditional where and I'm kind of like modern I think Judy can speak more of that because you're very traditional Judy Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not traditional by choice, but it's because of how I was brought up. I feel like I do have a more traditional mindset. 
I do expect the guy to be the man, like Katie said, right? It's really a turn on when a guy can take initiative and like carry stuff around the house and not have me say like, oh, go do this, go do this. It's like if they already know what to do and what to kind of like earn brownie points from my family, right? It's a really big thing for me just because again, like we value family so much that we care about how our boyfriends are perceived by our family. Yeah, especially because like, growing up in like such an Asian culture or like traditional family, like we know our parents or like the adults around us are very judgmental. So Mm. having those extra brownie points without you asking them to do it or like telling them to do it is a huge thing. And especially like from the point of view of our like parents or like our aunts and uncles, they just appreciate that so much more. And they just think you're like an amazing person when you take initiative, really. Yeah, like I care about it, but I think it's really more for my family because I want them to like my significant other. So you need a good impression on my family and for you to have good mannerism and like know how to please uh, the parents of the family. That's really important. Okay, like a little story time when I first started dating Peter because Peter's family dynamic is so different than my family. Whereas like my family is really traditional and Peter's family is more chill. Like they don't really like his parents don't really care about those. Oh, like you got to do this, this, this type of thing. Right. So then because he was brought up that way, when he first started dating me, he didn't really know that that was what was expected of him. Like, oh, if my mom's bringing in groceries, you should just run out the door and go help her. Right. Without asking or like, oh, if someone needs to help do something in the house, you should just offer to do it. But because he didn't know that, I had to tell him. And because he know that's the expectation in my household now, he's able to kind of do those things right away. Mm-hmm. So like if you don't have those traits in you and like you're like, oh, well, I never knew that this was important, then it's kind of something that you should be open minded in learning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that is the end of our episode, episode two. Thank you guys for joining us. Our alcohol has kind of died down, so we're more calm now. What emoji should we get them to post for this? Maybe a beer emoji because we drank quite a bit today. Yeah, so leave a alcoholic beverage emoji down in any of the comments of our picture. I think drinking allowed us and helped us to like talk more freely and it made our conversations flow better because we were really bad at this in the beginning, guys. Definitely drinking helped a lot. And thank you so much, guys, for joining us because... You know, this is our second episode. Yeah, and still please forgive us if we're still rambling or we don't sound articulate enough for you, but we're trying, okay? (laughs) Yes, we're learning. Every day is a learning experience. Yeah, but again, thank you for lasting this long and hit us up with an emoji in one of our comments, an alcoholic beverage. Your your favorite alcoholic beverage. I want to know. All right, so we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully you guys will be joining us for our next episode too. Bye. Bye!